Good morning and welcome to chapel. Uh, my name is Anna Ruth and I'd like to, or on behalf of all the participants this morning, I'd like to welcome you to the Camping Inquiry Program Chapel. And just so you know, um, today is also camp day on campus and there are 11 Mennonite camps here representing themselves, so I'd like to welcome the directors. And also make sure you stop by the Union after chapel or sometime today to check out their displays. For those of you who don't know, Camping Inquiry is a summer program sponsored by Campus Ministries that allows Goshen College students to spend three months in service with a church-related camp or retreat center in a unique way. CIP provides one way for students to test whether they might pursue involvement in outdoor ministry after graduation, as well as other venues of the church and vocation. CIP facilitates student engagement with a camping or retreat center so that they can learn from both their active service and from their observation of others at camp. CIT participants may have a specifically assigned role or their job description can change throughout the summer, but either way, the goal is to gain an inside perspective on camp life and ministry through participation. Last summer, 10 students from Goshen College were in CIP assignments across the country and even across the border. And this morning, we're glad to have the opportunity to bring our experiences back to share with you. Uh, you'll be hear hearing from several participants and we're also glad to have Tony Kaufman, the director of Drift Creek Camp here with us to share his perspective as a CIP mentor. And so I'd like to invite several participants up to get started. Tips for the inexperienced camp staffer. Don't dry your shoes too close to the fire. Plastic melts quickly. Don't rinse out 34 tie-dye t-shirts unless your lifelong dream is to have purple hands for at least 24 hours. And don't give 12 hyperactive nine-year-olds a mixture of Rice Krispies, marshmallow goo, and chocolate chips unless you have a drop cloth and a hose. Be prepared to put up with a lot. My first week of camp, this cute little girl about this tall runs up to me and goes, Patrick, Patrick, I had a dream about you last night. I went, okay, wh what is it? She gives me this huge, adorable grin, and she goes, You were killing kittens! <laughs> Apparently, there was a rash of nightmares about me in that cabin that week, because by Friday, not only had I killed some kittens, I'd also shoved their counselor off of a cliff and burned down their cabin. <laughs> it got to the point where every time I passed a certain group of girls, they would scream things at me like, Killy Kitter! Kitty killer, my bad. And you burned down our cabin. And by the end of the week, other kids were starting to come up to me and go, Patrick, did, did you really kill some kittens? <laughs> there is a happy ending, though. At the end of the week, the girl who'd started it all came up to me and gave me a quarter and a balloon for being such a good sport about it. <laughs> totally worth it. On a slightly different note, there was one time when I had a tough, city-hardened camper who told me that she had absolutely no desire to be at camp the first day. Uh, however, over the course of the week, I slowly saw her opening up, making friends, and enjoying herself, even though she would never verbally admit it to me. Our tent went hiking one day, and it was very rewarding to see her interact with the beauty of God's creation, because she had probably never been in it before. Through CIP, I worked at a summer camp in another country that I'd only seen in pictures and where I only knew two other people. The experience stretched me emotionally and enriched my faith. It strengthened my patience and gave me perspective on life and the United States as well. 
I desire to help I desire to help children experience God grow in a safe and nurturing environment and this did occur but and I but I know the children and my coworkers helped me grow as much as I set out to help them in the first place On behalf of Laura and I we'd like to introduce Tony Kaufman director of Drift Creek Camp such a great introduction. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm Tony Coffin from Drift Creek Camp. Uh, I don't know if a few of you might have known uh, my wife and I, Brenda, we moved um, out to be the directors at camp about three years ago from here in Goshen where you were living before. And it's been a unique and interesting experience um, of a number of different things that's happened to us since then, but it's been great. Um, our camp, if some people aren't or know about it is located about 10 miles off the coast of Oregon in the Suslaw National Forest. So we have a unique uh, perspective in the sense that we're in the National Forest and amongst a bunch of old growth trees, but yet we're real close to the beach where you could go out and be on the coast and be on the beach, go surfing or do whatever too. So we're, our, the environment and the setting where we're at, we're really, we're excited about that. And, and incidentally, um, if people want to be uh, counselors for different camps, I mean, obviously, that's why all of us camps are here set up. But just to be warned, I, when I was a senior at EMC um, back in the early 90s, I, did, I was just in your situation, um, went to our student center building, and there was these camp, camps set up, and we saw this uh, camp set up for Drift Creek Camp. There was about four of us that summer. It was like, oh yeah, let's go out and be counselors there this um, summer. Well, that's where I met my wife and about five years later we went back to the camp and got married there and now we're the directors. So just so everybody's um, forewarned, you know, it, it does have life-changing effects to you. So, but no, we're really excited about being there and um, we hope that's, you know, we came here today as well as, like I said, the other camps, and we hope that we can get a lot of great people that would love to come out and experience something that you really can't experience unless you're in that camping environment, and it's hard to explain unless you've been there and done that, so this is your opportunity. But actually, what I'd like to do is ask Seth and Laura if they would talk and say what they enjoyed about coming out and working at camp for the summer. Hi, I'm Laura Sleba, and I had never been to Drift Creek Camp before this past summer. I have um, a bunch of friends from Oregon, and they sung its praises, and I just emailed Tony and asked if I could come, and I'm so glad he said I could because it was an amazing summer. Um, one of the things I really liked about CAP was that I got to do a little bit of everything. I was working in the kitchen one week. I cracked like 75 eggs for like all for scrambled eggs and that was really fun. And I got to know all the cooks. I got to um, hang out with the head cook, Glenn, who was awesome. And um, I got to help do program directing one week. I got to um, be a counselor two weeks. I got to do photography one week. So I really liked um, kind of getting a full aspect of um, what a camp is like. And then Drift Creek Camp has six weeks of summer camp after which different groups rent out the camp. And so during that time, I got to just help, I just got to live at camp and kind of help out with those groups, and that was really fun. 
um, to have some more personal time in the beautiful setting that um, the camp offers. Another thing I enjoyed about Jeff Creek Camp was that they love pranking, which is awesome because I do too. Pranking is like a late night activity that cabins can sign up for, which is awesome. And so one of my favorite pranks of the summer was um, the assistant program director, Sid, had constructed this giant Sasquatch and he like tied it to the roof of his van. Um, and it had these huge like paper mache feet that he had made and they looked like really realistic It was awesome And so we thought we should sneak it into the bed of the camp pastor that week And so he recorded this <laughs> snore track and we hooked it up during when he was like preaching We went and like lugged this Sasquatch like through the camp building and then into his bed and we had like a moment when we freaked out because we didn't have an extension cord for the snore track. So we got that, hooked it up, and he, and then we realized it was the camp cook's bed that we had snuck it into. And so Glenn <laughs> had a surprise wing for him that night. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> uh, my name's Seth Gingrich, and I just wanna say working at camp is one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. Um, I went to Drift Creek. I, I'm from Oregon, so I, I went there pretty regularly as a, as, a, as a child, and it was always kind of my dream to be a counselor. But I never really got a chance until this last summer, and I am very, very glad I was able to because I, I just had a wonderful experience. I, uh, I just feel like I was able to play a part in the lives of all the kids that came and be a positive influence on them, and I had a lot of fun. And this summer, I tried surfing for the first time because I was there at Drift Creek, because they do have surf camp. And it was freezing cold, because it's the West Coast, but it was one of the most fun, fun times I had at the camp. And um, I'd recommend, if you're gonna go surfing, do it on the West Coast, because that's hardcore. Um, yeah, I would, just, I would just say to any of you out there that are thinking about being a counselor who have never done that, I would just say go for it because you won't regret it and it's just a fantastic experience. And I would be lying if I didn't say you should try it at Drift Creek Camp. Uh, we're gonna sing some camp songs now. Um, if uh, my fellow CI peers wanna come up and join in the leading of these songs there, Certainly welcome to. All right. If you know the song, sing it out. If you don't, learn it.
next song I'm not so sure how popular it is but if you know it I would appreciate that you sing it it's a camp favorite of mine it's called House of Peace Last song, I'm hoping you all know. And if you know the, you know the motions, I'd like to see you do them um, and get into it. All right. Burning Bush told me just the other day that I should come over here and say. I gotta take God's people out of their hands and give them 
this land I seen our fear, oh, fear of Oh, baby, let my people go Yeah, 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 yeah I seen our fear, oh, fear of Oh, baby, let my people go Yeah, 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 yeah Well, me and God's going to the Red Sea about our CIP experiences uh, this past summer at Fraser Lake Camp in Bancroft, Ontario. Uh, Fraser is an overnight camp for kids ages 8 to 15 and it's affiliated with Mennonite Church Canada. Uh, when Isaac and I applied last fall, we did so under the following circumstances. Um, we found it online. We had never been there, but we kind of knew that it was like somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Ontario. Um, we didn't know any staff or campers, current or past, and aside from one initial phone call, we were in strictly in like occasional email contact with the director. Um, and because we were doing CIP, our job description was extremely vague in that we would work in many areas of the camp, in many positions with different people and different responsibilities, doing a little bit of everything, and that's all that we knew. Um, essentially, we had very few expectations and were prepared to be flexible. Through CIP at Fraser, Ann and I both went up we a week early to help out with to get the camp ready for staff training. There were less than 10 of us there that week, and we were working with a smaller group of support staff, which were the core group of program directors who lead staff training for the counselors and volunteers. That week was our first exposure to the odd jobs we'd be doing for the rest of the summer. At various points throughout the summer, we functioned as in-cabin counselors, support staff to the counselors, general maintenance and cleaning crew, kitchen staff, and program directors for a junior camp week. By way of other unofficial jobs, I drove the gator to deliver food, water, and tents on cabins to over on overnight trips away from the camp, and I dug holes for fence posts. Anna's odd jobs included painting cabin doors, creating costumes for special events, 
and making several hundred tinfoil rings for a Lord of the Rings special theme week. And they never even used them after I spent all the time making them. Uh, even though we expected to do random things like these, neither of us expected what um, I think ended up being perhaps our most difficult and trying job besides kitchen staff. Um, we were one-on-one -on -one counselors for a campers with special needs. One-on-ones, as we were called, worked with one camper for the entire session, sleeping in their cabin, participating in their activities, eating meals with them in their cabin, taking them to the bathroom, and basically being their um, friend and shadow, literally 24-7. There was only a need for a couple one-on-one -on -one counselors um, per session, and they were generally uh, more experienced or senior staff, but because we were doing CIP, Isaac and I were asked to fill this role for a week or two during the summer. So I spent my third week of camp with Dan Sivak. Though he's actually 20 years old, Down syndrome kept Dan at the functional level of a four-year-old. So when I was asked to work with Dan, I was initially a little bit hesitant because of various uncertainties, and it really caught me off guard. After some convincing and reassurance, and in the true spirit of CIP, and being willing to explore the unknown, I agreed. So for the week Dan and I spent together, we did our own thing. Dan didn't necessarily follow the normal camper schedule, so I just did whatever he wanted to do. Our days consisted of stealing the mic during general camp announcements during meals, <laughs> playing frisbee, watching Wayne, the maintenance man, chop wood, ringing the hourly afternoon bell, and then afternoon swims were a special favorite of his, and he is a ridiculously good swimmer. He's so strong that his head and shoulders rarely get wet when he swims. Taking naps, watching the kitchen staff prepare meals, playing hacky sack, and Dan and I, and especially my personal favorite, sitting on the bench of the porch of the dining hall, watching people go by and doing absolutely nothing for hours on end. Although many hours were spent relaxing by the dining hall, in a split second, Dan could be doing something any three or four-year-old would do, climbing on the roof of a 13-foot tall cabin, going to the bathroom in all the wrong places, including, but not limited to, the walking path, pardon me, the middle of the cabin floor, and inside another counselor's shoe. <laughs> it was up to me to try to help Dan avoid these situations, and unfortunately it was also my responsibility to clean up afterwards too. Despite these occasional misfortunes, being a one-on-one -on -one with Dan was a wonderful learning experience. I learned how to be patient, to meet people where they are, and to relax and go with the flow. Dan really loved camp life, and life in general, and his positive and easygoing, but yet playful personality made a lasting impression on me. Like Isaac, I was also surprised when one Saturday morning, um, like an hour before campers were showing up, our director asked me if I'd be willing to be a one-on-one -on -one counselor. Um, I was assigned to Shanice, a 14-year-old foster child with um, severe mental disabilities as a result of fetal alcohol syndrome. I had never done anything remotely like this before, and when I was asked to do it, I initially felt very unqualified and hesitant, but I agreed, and even though it was by far my most difficult week, that week with Shanice was also one of the best of my entire summer. During our days together, I spent most of the time irritable and fully drained. Uh, like Dan, Shanice needs constant supervision. And the problem was that she knew that she was being treated differently than the other campers, and she really hated it. So our relationship was definitely like love-hate. Um, 
She constantly asked me not to follow her, and she hated when I told her to do things like wash her hands or even just pass me food at meals. Um, but Shanice also secretly knew that she needed me and that I cared about her, so when things didn't go her way, I was always the one she'd come running to. It was a new experience to have someone be so fully dependent on and trusting of me. So usually with a good nap under our belt, our days were okay, but it was definitely frustrating when Shanice would plant herself on a picnic bench and refuse to go to bed, and I was the one who had to wait up until the early hours of the morning trying everything to get her to go to sleep. Every morning began with stripping Shanice's bed of her wet sheets and doing all of her laundry because she slept with all of her clothes shoved down in her blankets. Uh, when we finally made it to breakfast, it wasn't long before we made a trip up to the cabin to change out of wet clothes again. And Shanice also hated to shower, so that was another battle. I resolved it once by putting her in the shower and scrubbing her down myself, but after that, I just made her jump in the lake like three times a day. Um, <laughs> despite all of these difficult moments, Shanice and I definitely had a lot of fun. She was lively and very happy and loved being at camp. And like Dan, she just liked to sit on the dining hall porch and watch people go by and then wait for like two hours before meals to be the one to ring the bell. And um, she liked to be as involved as she could with everything that she saw the other kids doing. And we gradually developed um, trust and found a good rhythm where I could watch her from a distance until she needed me. Once I was able to see past our challenges, challenges Shanice became the most transformative part of my summer. Never have I understood life in such a way as she showed me and I'm really thankful for her spirit. Regardless of how much I doubted myself going into that week, Shanice's immediate trust in me was humbling. It's a moving experience to watch someone change and grow in such a short amount of time, and to know that I was a part of that and her transformation um, gives me a tremendous sense of purpose. Uh, we'll close in prayer, uh, but before I do, I want to remind everyone that again, if you don't have a job this summer or you need something to do, uh, all of the camp reps would love to have you, and they'll be out in the Union Dining Hall until 3 p.m. Uh, will you pray with me now, please? Omnipresent God, thank you for the positive and influential experiences that the CIP participants had this last summer. But we are especially grateful for the influence and witness that they and all the other camp staff in CIP and in other, their camps as well to the children teenagers, and families that experienced God's presence in God's creation. We pray that the ministry of summer camps will continue into this coming summer through a new group of Camping Inquiry Program students, and that those many students unaffiliated with CIP who both desire to share the message of Christ as they listen to, interact with, and mentor the children and teenagers who attend summer camps. Amen. Go in peace.